Hello everyone, my name is Victor and I'm here with Lynn. Hi Lynn. Hi, hi, hi Victor. Um, thanks for joining me in this. Hello everybody. Um, it's great to be here opening up dialogue today. Absolutely. And uh, this is a podcast where uh, Victor and Lynn get together and we open dialogue about suicide ideation, depression, we'll touch a little bit on addiction, and we're going to call the podcast um, Addicted to Life. So and basically what it is, is really a relaxed, not scripted conversation where we're just going to open dialogue and bring light to topics that are always kept under the bed. They're always hidden in the darkness. People don't talk about these topics enough. They don't get together and open dialogue and bring these topics to surface, which I think is so important. So for me, um, uh, it's all about getting together and speaking to each other and just bringing a little bit of uh, a light to these topics. So Lynn, uh, if you could uh, maybe start us off on your story and your experiences and let's see where this conversation goes. Sure. Um, well, basically, I have come to the stage in my life where everything that I do now is geared towards helping people that are struggling with depression and suicidal ideation because my son, my 23-year-old son, committed suicide um, in 2018, December 2018. And I suppose nowadays you have to um, rephrase that commit suicide because as much as I don't really buy into the wording of died by suicide, which to me infers that we have no control um, over a suicide death. Um, you know, I get that they want to destigmatize it um, because in the old days, you know, suicide used to be um, classified as a sin by certain religious sects. And um, I think that definitely has to be done away with. And, and maybe that was the start of the stigmatization. You know, in the old days, people couldn't be buried in hallowed ground and that sort of thing if they had died um, by killing themselves. Um, so nowadays, people use the term um, death by suicide. I personally have a problem with that because it, what it's saying is, is that this is like a heart attack. It's something that happened to them. And... That doesn't work for me either because it's probably the one death that is 100% preventable. We can prevent suicides. We, what we need to do is stop people from thinking that they're alone because they're not alone. And that we have to say to people, it's okay, you know, to, to not feel okay. You know, it happens to us all. But we, we live in a society where you have to kind of be perma-happy. And, uh, you know, this ideal of perfection and your life needs to be going swimmingly and all these bizarre things. And, and that's really not what life is. It's, it's not about what you're posting on social media and the perfect pose and the perfect bank balance and, and the perfect boyfriend or the perfect girlfriend or any of that. Life's not perfect. 
And it's okay to not feel perfect. And we have to open up that dialogue. You know, how do you truly feel? And don't be ashamed and don't feel bad about feeling bad. It's okay. We're going to have bad days. And that's why this is so important for people to hear us, for people to get involved, for people to start talking. And just for people out there to understand and know that um, Victor and I have a group that we've set up. It's a WhatsApp group. And it's for all our beautiful special angels out there that may struggle sometimes. Um, or if they're having a good day, um, they can post inspiring, positive things for other people to hear. Or if they're doing having like a really crappy day, they can post and say, you know what, I'm having a crappy day. And we'll all reach out with love and say, you know what, that's okay. But we're in this together. You're not alone. Absolutely. How about that? Absolutely. It's so awesome, Lynn. And uh, I can I can really relate to uh, how how you uh, uh, describe that. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay yeah. to wake up uh, out of bed and just be and and not be in a good space that day. Yes. Um, you know, in my experience with uh, with uh, suicide is. I remember um, when uh, I was in active addiction, I was in a very dark place where I kept repeating bad behavior. I kept doing things that were really bad for me. Uh, and, and I'm not just talking about the drugs, but I'm talking about the way that I treated people, yes. the way that uh, I made decisions, the way that I interacted uh, with life, uh, I kept I, I kept doing things that weren't good for me. I kept putting myself into a space where I felt like I wasn't um, I wasn't being a productive member of society. I was hurting people. I was disappointing people, and then I would use more and more based on how I felt about how I was how I was behaving, and then eventually I brought myself into a, a place where. I actually felt like I didn't want to be around anymore. Uh, I almost treated suicide like the way that I treated drugs. Like I used drugs because I didn't want to be around anymore. Mm. And for me, suicide felt like the ultimate way. Solution. Solution to not be, to not actually deal with the problem. Yeah. Uh, if I look into like the back end of why I felt like suicide is because I no longer wanted to deal with the problems, the, the mess that I created. I no longer wanted to cope with life. I didn't want to be present. I didn't want to deal with it. I wanted to press the escape button and not deal with any of it. Okay, so I'll just jump in there and ask you, was that a mental, emotion, emotional, spiritual or physical thing? Because I have to say, I've had my own things with depression, addiction, suicidal ideation, and I know that it wasn't just psychological, it's physical. And people, I don't know, uh, was it like that for you, your depression and suicidal ideation? Did your body physically feel like lead where you just couldn't get out of bed? Or was it only psychological? No, it was it was actually all of them. It all was of them. physical, spiritual. It was uh, um, so so so. I acted out on the way that I was feeling, and then and then I used 
drugs. Yeah. And then, um, and because of the fact that I was using drugs and because of the emotional space that I was in, I actually, I, 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 I felt listless. I didn't want to deal with life. I battled to get out of bed yeah. and I battled to speak to people. I actually, uh, by the time I was considering suicide, all of me didn't want to be present anymore. Right. Uh, wow. That's powerful. Mm. All of you. Okay. Wow. Mm. All right. That hurts my heart, Victor. Like now I look at you, you're in such an amazing place. And can you, like as you sit here now, healed, healthy, vibrant, you look back on the person that you were then and you're like, my word, I can't believe that I was in that space. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, if I was to go back in time and I uh, and and appear in that room to 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 that yeah, guy, what would you say time, to yourself? I, I, I'd say, listen, bud. I promise you, the way that you feel now is not the truth. Yes. You, you've you've managed to to lie to yourself that actually. Um, you, th that everything's actually going to be okay. You, you, the way that you're seeing things is far exaggerated. <laughs> yes, that yes. Actually, you've got so many people that love you and yes. care about you that actually all you have to do is get up out of this room, out of this bed, go outside and go and do something about how you feel. Yeah. And, and, and if it's talk to somebody. 100%. And also just the basic fundamentals of fresh air, sunshine, uh, don't underestimate the power of fresh air, sunshine, being in nature, take off your shoes, walk on the grass, um, you know, go for a swim in the ocean. These things, like for me, they basically pick the lint off our souls, Absolutely. you know, and, and, and they allow the goodness back because that's what you need when you're feeling so dark Absolutely. and down in the dumps. You, you just, you need to change your surroundings. Because when you're feeling so depressed, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to face him. But and, and, and also, more importantly, you feel like a burden to other people. You don't realize that everybody is there to help you. Yeah. And if you just go to whoever, your mom, your dad, your, I don't know, your accountant, whoever, yeah. it's just like whatever, and say, I just, I'm struggling today. And if that person can't help you, ask the next person, or maybe that next person can refer you to somebody else. But I will tell you this. One thing that I have noticed is that there isn't legitimate that I've noticed. Maybe there is, but, but for people around me that have been struggling lately, there isn't a lot of help from uh, state-run institutions and it's not because the people that work there d don't care it's I don't think they have resources yes. I don't think there's a lot of funding yes and they damn well should be because this is such an important um, crisis pandemic yes. I mean no disrespect to COVID COVID's very real and frightening and yes. but let me put that aside for a minute so is suicide. Suicide right. is when you face it, because I've literally looked suicide in the face. My, my son hanging there dead in front of me, that's very real. And, and it brings it home. And it's a pandemic and it's getting worse. Um, Absolutely. And I think that government needs to step up. I think all institutions need to step up. And I've heard of SADAG. 
Um, but what's not good enough for me is what if somebody doesn't have airtime or access to a phone to yes. phone somebody? You know, um, recently, uh, if someone that I know has been struggling with depression and, and alcoholism. But I think that this alcoholism is because there's a good marriage between addiction and depression. Yes. And when I say good marriage, I mean they're intertwined is what I mean. The yes. one the one feeds off the other. Um, alcohol is just awful for that. But, you know, we arranged, as you know, Victor, you were part of it, getting help for this person. But, yes. you know, he, he goes to a state-run clinic and, and he, he gets five tablets and, and sent away, come back on the 29th, you know, at the end of the month. Yes. Because we phoned the other hospital and no one answered the phone. Yes. So I know for me, I worried about this chap the whole weekend. I had sleepless nights because I don't feel that that's getting help. Because yes. he stepped, he had the courage to step forward and say, I need help. Yes. And then what help is out there? Yes. What help is truly out there? And it's also not good enough to be in an institution, a hospital or a clinic, and there's a pamphlet in the corner collecting dust, and yes. there's a phone number there that you can phone, or people yes. have a generic list of, yes. of the signs of depression. Because let me tell you what that list is on that pamphlet that you see in the corner full of dust, yes. and the true signs of depression yes. are miles apart. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's something to consider. So for me, my problems uh, like to grow in the dark. Yes. So I, I, I have the disease of addiction and I know that my disease likes me to isolate, likes me to be alone, likes me to move the people that care about me away, likes me to be in that room with the door closed, using and all by myself because then my disease has full control over me. And not just my disease, but the way that I'm thinking, uh, the state that I'm in, the, uh, um, just that, uh, that whole space of just slowly killing myself. Yes. And, uh, and the way that I bring um, a solution to that is to get out of that space Go and talk to somebody. Go and be with people that are like me. Yes. People that think the way that I did and think Correct. the way that I do. Yeah. Um, I'm very blessed that I belong to a, a fellowship. I belong to a group of people that are just like me that have used a certain set of solutions to help get them into nor, you know, uh, uh, functional living, be, uh, become a functional member of society, find a new way to live. And the new way to live for me was getting up out of that space I was in, going to meetings where there were people like me, getting a sponsor uh, who had applied certain principles into his life to find his own new way of life and doing what he did and doing what other people did to put themselves into a space where they feel happy again in life, where they feel functional. And, and that's what I did is I found is I found other people like me and I did what they did and I applied their solution into my life. And, uh, uh, and very much 
for, for, for the guy that's having a problem at the moment with, uh, with alcohol and depression and dealing with the trauma that he had recently in his life. Well, let's, let's just voice that. Yeah. The trauma is his son killed himself. His son killed himself. Two weeks actually after my son. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's what kicked off the alcoholism and depression. And, and, and he's in that, that bad space where he can't stop using yeah. and he's feeling very dark. And, you know, he actually has to get up. He has to open the door and he needs to go out there and he needs to speak to somebody. Yes. And uh, he needs to find other people like him where he has an opportunity to talk and hear what they did to make themselves feel better. Yeah. to, to uh, how they find a new way to live. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, in the beginning, that's up to him. Like he, he has to get up and go and, and find that help. He, he has to do something about it. Well, 100%, because a mental health is just like physical health in terms of, you know, uh, you have to look after it. You have to take the steps to keep yourself healthy mentally, just yes. like you do physically. You yes. know, like with your body, you put in the right nutrition, you eat well, you, yes. you know, um, don't eat sugar, don't, you know, and it's the same with your mental health. You've got yes. to look after it. You can't be adding things like um, psychedelic drugs and uh, copious amounts of alcohol yes. and, you know, isolating yourself and all these things. They just like make you mentally unwell. But I want to put an exclamation mark on what you said earlier about killing yourself slowly. I just want to put a big, like highlighted exclamation mark and say, my firm belief is that all addiction is slow suicide, whether it's alcohol, drugs, what do they call it? Um, love or sex addiction or yes. both. I, I don't know. I don't yes. understand that. My, my addiction has been alcohol, yes. which um, luckily, happily, it's almost in August. It'll be three years dry. Yes. But I can honestly say... I drank initially for anxiety because uh, I'm an insomniac, so I don't sleep. And that's not good for the mind either. So you drink, you build up tolerance. But yeah, ultimately, we've got to be careful of these things that aren't good for us. What, what did my psychiatrist call it? Maladaptive. Yes. Coping, uh, maladaptive coping mechanisms, which yes. is your alcohol, your drugs, your yes. silly behaviors. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes, and, uh, but uh, uh, absolutely, Lynn, and I, I, I just, I, I, I love, I love what you say. Like, um, I, I remember being in that space where um, I just felt like I, I had no options, and that, yes. uh, and that nobody wanted to deal with me anymore, and that uh, my only solution was to just not be around. And yet, yeah. yet all I had and to do, and that makes my heart sore, Victor. And, and and yet all I had to do was just go and speak to somebody else who could just tell me, you know what, it's okay. It's the okay. Way, the way you're feeling is okay. Yes. And that if you just get up and go and have something to eat and yep. go outside, go for a walk. And then come back and talk to somebody else about what they did in their life. Yes. You're going to be fine. And, and it'll elevate your mood yeah. as well. You know, just getting up, getting out, 
talking to somebody else, getting a hug from somebody else. Don't underestimate the power of a hug, mate, (laughs) from someone that really cares about you. You know, but I definitely, definitely agree with um, that that feeling of of isolation. Get out there, no matter how much it physically hurts, no matter how dreadful you feel, because that's the thing with depression. When when you're depressed, your body feels like lead. It does, eh? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, the, the, whole, the whole point of this conversation is you, you and I having an opportunity to speak about our experiences and how we feel about these topics because we've been there. Yeah. You know, how amazing is it that you and I share the same clean that? It's so weird. Maybe it's a sign from the cosmos, from the universe to say, hey, you guys are going to do something like awesome together, something great for other people because you share the same clean date. We decided on the same day that enough's enough. Yes. We're going to do something positive about ourselves. We're going to give ourselves a break. Yeah. And we're going to go out there and live life. Yes. We, we chose life. Yes. As opposed to the direction we were choosing before. Well, I have a different take on that. You chose life. I chose love. Because I couldn't, I just couldn't get sober. I just, I was, (laughs) I was so drunk. It was frightening. I was like perma drunk. And I got so sick of myself. Like I wanted to kick my own ass, you know. I like really had enough of myself. And I was hurting my family, you know, and and I just reached the stage where I was either gonna like literally go and drink poison or whatever, yes. but I was I was either gonna like physically take my life or I was gonna get sober. Yes. And I just from that decision I've never looked back. I've I've put it it's right behind me, closed door closed moving on and I tell you what I'm so grateful for my sobriety but ultimately the point I'm getting at is I chose because I love my family yes. so I chose the love that I have for my family I chose love instead of alcohol absolutely and inadvertently choosing as you say life life over suicide absolutely and uh, uh, and, and and you know what the, the the actions that we put in they were they were huge actions for us at the time mm. but they were so simple they were the, the the solutions to 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 the dark place that you might be feeling the solutions are simple they they feel like mountains when you're in that space yeah. to get up to put the bottle down to stand up go and eat something go and tell somebody go and be honest yes i i, I battle to be honest I was, I was, the, the place that I was in, um, I was, it was almost like I was protecting myself by being dishonest and not telling anybody about the space I was in so that I could keep using, so that I could keep being alone, so I could keep being in the dark. But the moment I was honest, I brought it all to light and I couldn't do those things anymore because people could see it for what it was. And the moment I was honest about how I was feeling, it gave somebody else an opportunity to help me. And that's all I needed to do. It's a simple solution but it felt impossible to apply because i didn't i was embarrassed and ashamed yes there are those two words embarrassed and ashamed and i know that you're specifically talking about 
addiction, but that also falls over into depression. People that are struggling with their depression, they're feeling embarrassed and ashamed. And that's fundamentally right here, right now. I want to say to any of our special angels out there that are struggling, that are just feeling so cuck, we are saying to you, it's okay. It's going to be okay. No matter how shitty that you're feeling today or even tomorrow, it will get better. Absolutely. It will with time, with help, with love. Just make good decisions. Distance yourself from toxic, negative people, situations, areas, places, whatever. And ultimately, Victor and I are here today to say we can, we, uh, knowledge comes from experience. And my word, we've had a lot of experience. Absolutely. So we can sit here today and speak with love and from knowledge. And we want to impart that to anybody that's listening. And I just wish everybody out there tons and tons of love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, the, and that's what it's all about, is it is about love. Uh, it's, it's that unconditional love. Yes. Where um, never mind... Never mind anything that you've done. Never mind the way that you feel. Never mind the message you're in. Never mind. We love you. And here is a simple solution to feeling better in your life. And that is to say something. Say something to, to, to somebody. Be honest. It doesn't matter that you, that, that you feel hurt and embarrassed and ashamed. That actually, nobody, when you go and talk to somebody about how you're feeling, nobody is even going to uh, judge you for one no. second. Because if you go to somebody that was in the same place that you were, they're going to, do, they're going to give you the same thing they received, and that was love. And that's where it starts, is that yes. it starts with love, it starts with those small positive actions, and then it results in, 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 in what we're doing now. We're talking about what we did, what worked for us, and uh, we've, we, 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 we're just so blessed. I mean, we, when we look at our lives now, it's uh, in August this year, it will be three years. Yes. And uh, um, we've got abundance in our life. And, and when I refer to abundance, I mean, I mean love, I mean family, I mean, uh, we've got uh, uh, we've got options, yes. you know. Um, uh, Always options. We've got options, and we've just got we've got so much going on. Our lives are so full, whereas before our lives were empty, and now we're yeah. just in this really positive space. And being in a positive space doesn't mean waking up every single day and feeling like roses and sunshine and the sound of no, music. No, because that's not real. That's yes. not that, That's not real. You no. know, but I'm happy and I often say this, I'm not going to reach for happy. I'm going to reach for content. Yes. You know what I mean? Content is, is doable. Content is fantastic. Yes. I, I don't know. Maybe somebody else will disagree with that, but I, I'm happy to be content because content can, I can do every day. And to cope with life on life's terms. Yes. And that uh, uh, sometimes you have to, uh, sometimes you have to have that, uh, that bad experience. Sometimes you have to, uh, have, you know, we make mistakes. Well, so someone's going to get cross with you sometimes. You're going to get cross with someone sometimes. Well, our they, souls are here to learn. And we're here to learn. And these, yeah. th these things are going to uh, uh, happen to us. And the moment that we um, acknowledge that life happens, whether we like it or not, 
we have an, uh, and that we're powerless to other people's actions and we're powerless to, to, to the fact that life goes on, that all we have control over is ourselves. And if I wake up every day and I choose to live today the best possible way that I can, then I've done the very best I can. I love that. I've always told you you should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> you are. Look at you powering on. Love it. But uh, you do a very good job too, Lynn. Thank you for this. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And uh, I think uh, uh, this will be the start. This will be episode one. Cool. And uh, I think we'll give anybody an opportunity to contact us. Yes, uh, please do. And, and join our group. And join our group. And please. Join our yeah, join our discussions. And if, if you're feeling rotten one day, tell us. I feel rotten. And then we'll all jump in and we'll all send you ghost hugs. And if you're feeling fantastic and inspired, share that with us and we can all join in the fun. So, yeah, reach out to us. Um, how do they get hold of us? So, uh, so uh, they'll be able to contact <laughs> us. Important. From, yeah, so they'll be able to contact us from the podcast. Okay. And the podcast then will have email details. And uh, uh, in the description, they will be able to contact us from our email address and they can contact us. Uh, 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 in the comment section of the podcast as well. There and we then, go. And then what we will do is we will post details of the Facebook page and the email address and how they can get hold of us. And then um, also a link for the WhatsApp group as well. Fantastic. Awesome. Wonderful. Okay. Cool.